1: Hello and welcome back to the You Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham.
0: And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. What's the haps? What's going on?
1: Right now, we're recording a few episodes in the studio because you are about to be gone. You're leaving tomorrow. How do you feel? Off
0: to the French Riviera.
1: At this point, you'll be back.
0: I'll be back by this point because tonight... Is our live show in New York City? Yes. So, before anything, I'm I'm, I'm pretty positive it's got to be sold out by this point. I if would it imagine. Isn't, I'm moving out of the city.
1: Yeah.
0: Our, our you don't home deserve show. Us. Yeah. Fuck you. We're, not, we're canceling the show. You're, if it's gonna not stay so- in,
1: you're gonna look. Just look at the ticket sales when you're in France, and if it's not sold out, just stay there. I
0: uh, yeah. Arrivederci. <laughs> yes. How do they say goodbye in French?
1: Arrivederci, Italian. <laughs> You're the, gonna, you were gonna good do. We worked
0: this out before I left. You're gonna do
1: so well there.
0: <laughs> what? My Bears jersey and my American flag hat. Where
1: is the Louvre? <laughs> Where is
0: it? Well, you guys all made fun of me because I. Oh, I really biffed it last night. Oh yeah. Oh, you were <laughs> reading
1: your itinerary to us in the
0: Uber on the way to the bar. I got an itinerary. So I, you know, inquiring minds might want to know. Yeah. I, I I Jordan helped help me. Yeah. Should we plug We should go to Plug City? <laughs> sure, let's do it. Listen, I haven't gone on the trip yet, so yes. I don't know how good the trip is. But let me just say the pre-trip experience with this person has been unbelievable.
1: Yes. And I mean, we can definitely shout her out. She planned a bunch of Betches honeymoons, mine, Aileen's, Nicole's. Yes. It's Over the Moon Vacations. Follow them on Instagram or Allison at Over the Moon. I think she is the owner of the of the whole shebang. And she just does such a great job. And I'm sure you're having a great time. And we're, we'll see all that content on Instagram. Right.
0: At Over the Moon Vacations. I'm looking at it right now. And- let me just say, like, I am not, you know, my, my family, like, I was like, I'm going to go away. And then my parents like, oh, so you're going to plan nothing? Yeah. Oh, I wish you had someone to go with. That was first we got through that. Right. Right? We got through, like, my mom feeling, pitying me for going on a vacation. For going to the, We're going on a luxury trip. Right. Yes. To, to going to the south of Fra. So I... Maddie gets so embarrassed every time I try to speak French. Maddie was a French She's major. Like, I hope no one knows that, I, oh, that I, I'm that
1: associated. I, on the other hand, I took high school French, okay, so it's so a little you... embarrassing that I don't know. <laughs> I know almost, almost just a tiny smidge more than you, but really barely any of it. I did take high school French. It was my worst subject. Really? Yeah, I'm very bad at languages. So am I. Yeah.
0: I, as I, as you can see from Derchi. Ten, seven seconds ago. Yeah, you're
1: like Brad Pitt in Inglorious Bastards.
0: I, I sh- is he, is he the? I, I don't remember. He's per-
1: trying to pretend to be Italian, but he's saying like all the words just extremely wrong. <laughs> That's gonna be me
0: yeah. so bad. I mean, I am the the picture of cartoon pig American. They're showing up, <laughs> you know, I am that person. It's okay. I'm fine with it. But I, my family made fun of me. They're like, you're not gonna. They they. All, I'm the lazy one. Like, okay. I, I think every family has the lazy one. You're the lazy one. one in the family. I'm considered the even lazy one. Even though you're
1: one. constantly working. Interesting. It, it in has
0: that. nothing to do with work. It oh. has to do with, you know, your, your shoes are off. All right. Who is taking know? the plates to the sink? Right. Not it's, Jared. It, it's Yeah, it's the stuff I don't even think of. It's okay. out of my, you know, oh, you just leaves a garbage. Who leaves? You know, I'm, you'll hear my mom in the other room. Who just leaves this out? Year. You know, it's like shit like yeah. that. Fine. Jared, the per- you know, the further
1: you get into your thirties, you're like, I'm the person screaming
0: that. I'm them
1: <laughs> as a woman, <laughs> right? Becoming. I, I said that to Mike. That, well, you just leave your dishes in the sink. <laughs> who do you think is Who do you think is gonna rinse rinse them and then put them in the dishwasher?
0: No, <laughs> you just hear yourself. Oh my god, I just sounded like Jared's impression well, of his mom.
1: That's my. Well, that's my.
0: <laughs> Slowly, that's my
1: issue is because he, but he had a mom who was like cleaning up after him. Sure. So I'm like, not not in my house. It's never going to be me.
0: <laughs> then right. all of a sudden as you're cleaning, I'm never going to be cleaning yeah, up and right. then you cleaning yeah. up after him.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> like this must have been how it was run in your house in your childhood home.
0: Right. Not I, anymore. <laughs> always a fun relationship conversation. Is that how they did it? <laughs> not anymore. Not anymore. Better ship up or shape out. <laughs> or shape up or ship out. Yeah, yeah. so I'm <laughs>
1: becoming your mom. But yes. so she was she's wary of the of the itinerary. Well, of they were the all like, trip.
0: you're going to basically like the classic me would be like show up to the most famous restaurant and the, table for one. And, and then they go, we have a seven month waiting list. What are you talking about? And I'd be like, oh, no seat at the bar. Not with and Over you know, the Moon. Not. So I reached out. So you gave me uh, Allison with Over the Moon and I and they put together this Itinerary. Yeah. Um, that's ready to go, and I'm look. You know, this is pre-trip, so I, I'll let you, I'll give a post-trip reaction to post-mortem, it. Yeah, but we're gonna have to do a full a full rundown, full recap, and I I'm bring, I'm bringing a pen and paper to write. You know, all my little ditties down. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it, but it's uh, but I feel very at ease. I feel calmed knowing like
1: it's all taken it's care all of. Yeah, that's the best part about working with a travel agent. It just feels like. All you have to worry about is just, like, having a good
0: time. There's legit an itinerary. Yeah. I or, was like, who, who does this? That
1: that's how good of a, This is how good of a trip she planned. I told you my complaints from my honeymoon were that I got too many personalized <laughs> congratulations cakes. Yes. So you know it was, a, you know, that's my biggest complaint. So you know it was a really smooth trip.
0: She better not fucking send me <laughs> any <laughs> cakes for my alone trip. What to- would the
1: cake say? Here you are. Good for you. (laughs) (laughs) Have fun with your phone. (laughs) Congrats to Jared and the iPhone 13. (laughs) I don't know what number we're at now. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I I I can't wait to see if you get get any special little perks like that.
0: I hope so. It'd be funny. I mean, that's the type of thing I would do as a joke on someone, but I guess she doesn't want to. Fuck with me. I don't know.
1: We'll see. I guess it's too late for her now. Right, She's listening late. to this. But right.
0: So listen, it's be I, a great trip. I'm back now and we're doing the or I mean, hi, when you're listening to this, I'm back right. um, and we're going to do the you up live in New York. And this is all very exciting.
1: Exactly. We're always here for you, making sure you get episodes no matter where in the world we are.
0: That is something we need to give ourselves a lot of credit for. I think There's so. never no, wait, a week. Zero weeks off. Right. Yeah. yeah and people take weeks off. I listen to podcasts they and you do. go, best of, get not- the fuck out of here.
1: <laughs> not us. Roundup. Round no. up, Roun- not here. Nuh-uh. Nuh-uh. Oh yeah. I'm, we never even told the end of the story. So you're giving us the itinerary in oh. the Uber.
0: So I so I read the itinerary and it's it's worse to fuck up a language when you're actually trying to speak the language. <laughs> Like that's the most embarrassing fuck up. So I read it. I I'm remember like, the
1: word you said wrong. And
0: I go the over the moon vacations. I was like, um, I w- I just want to be on the beach. That yes. was like my my request. She's like, what kind of trip are you looking for? I was like, beach wine. Beach by noon. Beach by noon. So I read the itinerary to the whole car. Maddie, uh, <laughs> Jordana, <laughs> everyone, who works everyone at badges yeah, in the car. Yeah, the whole yeah. crew. And I go, yeah, I'm gonna go to plage. <laughs> yes. I, uh, plage, 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 I, plage, know, yeah. I called it plage Because I yes. have been calling it plage yes. Since minute one
1: And I, those are one of the few words I've retained from French <laughs> So I got to be judgmental from, from my high school French days Everyone in the car I was, was, like, was judgmental like,
0: oh, you, <laughs> you American swine It was like
1: you said a racial slur We all just right. winced <laughs> like, I can't.
0: Which I did not, did not. <laughs> I did not I did not <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how is it said Plage,
1: plage, plage. I mean, even that's plage. probably not a good accent, right? I mean, plage. nothing
0: is yeah. more embarrassing because I thought I nailed it. I'm like Plage-ay. plage. <laughs> that's like when I went to Penn State. There's a um, there's a town near uh, Penn State called Bellafont, and it's I think it's two L's. And I and at 18, we're driving in. I'm like, oh, Bayafonte. <laughs>
1: I've had so, listen, I'm making fun of you. I've had so many of those experiences where I just like want to curl up into a ball and hope no one heard me. Or when someone corrects you and you're like,
0: yeah. You, all you want to do is just scream like, I'm trash. Okay. I'm fucking trash. <laughs> Uncultured. Yeah. I don't know loser. anything. Like, I, Can't I don't Can't take me anywhere. I don't even understand the people that like, who is that person that's on the other side of that? Like, the, the, the person's like, oh, but I guess what you're saying is right. It's like, when you know the word. Yeah. Then you're judgmental. You're I, right. schadenfreude. You're just like, but when you know it, you do have that moment of like, look at this fucking pig. Right. Doesn't even know how to say beach Uncultured in French. Uncultured
1: loser. Where did they go to school? <laughs>
0: Oh, the Notre Dame people were offended in Chicago last night.
1: Oh yeah, you had a lot of Notre Dame jokes, which I used to thought was Notre Dame. So Notre Dame, Notre Dame. Is it? I'm saying. I think it's no. No, you're right. Notre Notre. Notre?
0: Notre? No, no. Well, mediocre school. That's what it is.
1: It's a good. Isn't that not a good school? It's a fine
0: school. They think no, but here's the problem. It's like okay. when you're a good school and people th- tell you how great their school is, you want to tell them it's not, not that, that good. great,
1: right? Yeah, I mean Cornell get that all the time. It's right. you know it's the worst
0: of the Ivies. Sure, like, to,
1: you know it's the safety of the people who wanted to go to Penn. Right. Whatever.
0: <laughs> you, and I would imagine you have to be careful around Ivy League people, yeah. and you can get a little bit braggier around you know th- yeah. th- the dunces gotta know like audience. me, state school kids. <laughs>
1: exactly. Right. So the around me. Kids, you just got to stay quiet. Right. And, you know, there's a hierarchy. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. And, and when Notre Dame people come in and I I only know this because my friend, one of my best friends lived in Chicago for a long time. So he would always say he's like, they're unbearable. <laughs> he would just say like he was like, they they are just a different breed. And they and because they're they run big in Chicago because there's a lot of alumnus okay. there. It's they like co- in the middle of nowhere, though, right? It's uh yeah, I've been there. Um, it in Indiana. Yeah. It's no offense to whatever town it's from <laughs> South Bend, Indiana. I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah. South Bend. Um, it's, and it's about an hour and a half, two hours from Chicago. Cause I remember when I went to South Bend, you fly into Chicago and then you drive there.
1: Okay. Is Notre Dame like
0: Villanova? Um, I get a similar I would say vibe.
1: Th- I think of them similarly.
0: I, because they're both religious school. They're right. both uh, backed by, you know, uh, religion in and some way. They're both like kind
1: of into sports.
0: Villanova for basketball, right. uh, Notre Dame for football, but Notre Dame's football I would I would say is bigger, bigger than okay. Villanova's. But Villanova's basketball is really good. Um yeah, and not as both not really big schools but have bigger brands right. than maybe the size, I would say.
1: I mean at my my high school which is like 70% Jewish kids, that Ooh. was not really huge on the radar of anyone either of those. Well,
0: <laughs> where I'm from and Needham uh, town outside of Boston, there was you know, Irish Catholics okay. were a big part of the town. So everyone had the Notre Dame jacket. Got it, the starter your- jacket. Everyone growing up, Notre Dame, Notre Dame, Notre Dame. And you knew the people that were like big on, you know, there were fans.
1: Right. And you've been waiting years to let them know how you how much re- how their school feel. is right. mediocre. Yeah. And last night you did. And today <laughs> you were reaffirming it.
0: But I, I made the joke at first and you could tell there were people there excited <gasps> to make fun of those people. And yeah. then then I made it again, and it was, there was the people that were like, okay, that's enough, man.
1: My my sister went there
0: or something. I don't
1: know whatever right. it was. Yeah. Aunt Kathy. My sister went to Brandeis. Different, Ooh, different
0: vibe. Jew, that's the Jewish Notre Vers- Dame. Yes,
1: essentially. Not quite as good as sports.
0: No, no. No, not a good football team.
1: <laughs> Brandeis. Brandeis football team, not great. Yeah. No, that's fair.
0: But great accounting program. There you go. So- Win some, lose some. It's a great psychology
1: department. Right.
0: So speaking of, I'll be going on the uh, Notre Dame isn't a good school tour. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to keep doubling down. That's the name of the tour. I love it. Right. Uh, Dayton, Ohio this weekend. Going to be in Brooklyn, New York for the Chosen Comedy Festival. The Chosen Ones. The Chosen Ones. Um, Yeah, it's going to be a bunch of Jews on stage telling jokes. So D.C., I'm coming to D.C., Chicago, Illinois. I'm coming back. So get your friends that went to Notre Dame. Get the alumni. They're going to be waiting outside for me right. with like a baseball bat. <laughs> um, so I'm going to be in Chicago. I'm doing a big show in Chicago. Rook, Michigan, uh, Detroit. That's a, that's a. It's a, my mom's from there, so yes. uh, not Royal Oak, your but aunt from the area. That left the show. She'll be my aunt. I'm sure she's coming to every show and going to live leave midway through, <laughs> as loud as possible. So and then uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Timonia, Maryland, Magoobie's, uh, Jordana's favorite club, and Richmond, Virginia. Uh, Jaredfree.com for tickets. <laughs>
1: at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4x. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. Okay, I am ready. I'm going to read the first email. Let's do it. Hi, Jordan and Jared. Love the podcast and have been listening for about a year now. I hope my email isn't too long.
0: Uh, you made it longer. You just did
1: it. <laughs> I'm writing in because I feel like so much of the time we hear from women who are in one form or another trying to figure out a way to get a guy to like them or if a guy likes them. My question is about how to trust your gut as a woman on whether or not you truly like a guy you've been on a few dates with. Through both talk therapy and learning my standards, I've been finding it easier to cut a guy off quicker After the first couple of dates, if my intuition tells me we are not a match, I've recently been on three dates with a guy from an app who has been kind, respectful, and has shown he's interested by texting me first and paying for a lot of our dates. We have some things in common, like going to the same college, didn't know each other, and having pursued athletic slash fitness-related activities in college. Okay. Athletic slash fitness-related activities. Interesting.
0: Couple of trainers. Okay. (laughs) There's
1: a few things I've identified as potential mismatches in our budding relationship. He's posted political things on his social media grid, including curse words, which I personally Uh wouldn't do. Okay. We tried showing each other memes and couldn't get either of us to laugh. Maybe it was just a bad night for memes. Okay. (laughs) Bad night for memes. Are you laughing? (laughs) How do you even know? You just like show it to them. Oh, you show it to them the person. That's the worst is when you're like, oh, I've got to show you this thing. Right. It's hysterical. And you like spend like 20 <laughs> minutes looking for the thing and you finally find it. You show it to the person and they're like, oh, yeah.
0: That's what it feels like when a joke bombs <laughs> on stage.
1: Oh, yeah. That is as close as it can get. <laughs> At least you're not searching for it. Right.
0: Well, like, you're talking, 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 right. leading up to this big ta-da. And then everyone's like, and uh, <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it
1: is the worst thing someone can say when you show them a meme. Oy, and the you're worst. like, well, I'm not going to explain it because that's, that's not funny anymore. No. <laughs> um. She said, there can be lulls in the convo, but I'm not sure if it's because I'm subconsciously fixating on some of our differences. And he didn't take charge on a date when I visibly was getting stressed about finding a restaurant before a show we were going to see. Okay. <laughs> it's very specific.
0: I just want you to take charge of the restaurant decisions. Yeah. He
1: also confirmed a day for our third date, but didn't text about a potential plan until the day of, at which point I asked that we move it to later in the week. Complicating it all is that we slept together on our third date, and part of me was wondering if I was using him if I wasn't sure there was a future for us. I told him I'm confused about if we're compatible or if I'm just burnt out from dating, and he was totally understanding and said he wasn't seeing me just to sleep with me, but also hadn't thought long term yet, like I had j and J, I I know I'm looking for a serious boyfriend and a forever love. If I'm asking these questions already, does it mean he's not the one? Or could I be putting weight in smaller details too soon? I don't want to take for granted someone who's genuinely interested in me. I know I have a lot to offer, but there's also plenty of other amazing women out there, and I don't know if I'm self-sabotaging. I still have a first date with someone else scheduled this week. Am I stuck in a vicious dating cycle and need to consider a break? No worries if this doesn't make the pod, but hopefully it's a relatable topic for many if it does. Thank you. Picky or judgmental?
0: It's a totally relatable subject. I think it's a very good email. It's a lot to dissect here. Mm -hmm. The one question I was going to ask you, is this a a hard part of dating from the female side?
1: I think there's a proclivity, whereas... I mean, the, the part I, di- I don't really get is when she's like, is he going to think I'm using him if we slept together? Well, I don't y- think me, many
0: guys are no, feeling that. And also, let me just say, guys, women, whatever you are or identify as, you're allowed to... I, 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 <laughs> sleep
1: with someone and then decide you're not interested in dating them.
0: Right. That's fine. That's a, if, yeah. and, and sleeping with someone can be a part of your dating decision making as much as that, you know, and if someone you you would hope that someone would announce to you before you sleep together that... This is more serious for me. Right. This is why we talk about it on this podcast so much. Of like, if if sex is important to you as part of, you know, and not important to you as far as making the, your decisions, then you have to let the other person know because some, you know, you, you know, I, I I don't think that's a problem here.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I don't think that that's an offensive thing. No, done and that end. So let's take that part out of it. Um, I do think as a woman. You get a lot of messages from people, especially if you're single past a certain time, that's like you're focusing on the wrong things Mm -hmm. or like you're being too judgmental or you need to be, you know, open to more people. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that means what she's thinking it means here, which is like be with someone that you don't enjoy spending time with. Right. Which to me is kind of something what she's describing without saying it. She's saying we don't we're not fully vibing. He's got a lot of qualities that I'm not like I'm. I'm not really that feeling that into. And I don't feel like we have the same sense of humor.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and yeah, if you're, there is a bit of a, you know, especially in the beginning. Yeah. Right. Where it's like, oh my God, we have been seeing each other three months. Oh my God, we have been, you know, I, I, the idea that she's like looking. I having, wanna, you. Can, you have this feeling as a woman, sometimes you're like,
1: I need to make this work.
0: Well, that's what I was wondering yeah. too, because it's like there's you remember the you know everyone was tweeting that, like, do I like them? or are they just tall? right. right. Everyone was doing that tweet. like literally everyone like was doing yeah. are do are they blank? Or are they just tall? Yeah. They, do I like you know whatever I would imagine that she's kind of doing a version of that where she's like, and I would i would I'm wondering if a lot of women are like, Because I'm looking for a relationship and a a, a serious relationship, and I do see this from my side where Mm -hmm. it feels like I'm just fitting in to their dream. And if if you're out there being like, "I want, I want a relationship," I want, you know, are you fixated on the goal so much that
1: you don't care about the person? Right, right. Well, I think yeah, I think there's this this feeling in dating where it's like men are looking for any excuse to leave, Mm. and women are looking for any excuse to stay. Right, because it's a lot. There's just more. It's more exciting. The idea that it could work out is much more like exciting, I think, for a woman like she's she wants to make it work like mm-hmm. she's trying like i i and I don't think that there's the same sense with men. I think when they're out, they're kind of like out, and they're mm-hmm. more sure of that,
0: yeah. and I mean, I notice in myself, I'll mm-hmm. speak for myself that I break up before things get to the next serious thing, right. That's when usually breakups happen in my life,
1: yeah. Well, I guess here's my question also for her and for you, I guess, if you find that to be a pattern that you think, am I being too picky or am I being judgmental? It's like, take the relationship part out of it for a second. It's like, are you having fun? Could you imagine if this person was your friend and not like someone that you were dating, would you want to hang out with them again? Mm. Like, Do you actually like them?
0: And it's hard to figure that out too. Like I'll speak Mm -hmm. for my own, you know, how many dates I was looking back, how many dates have they been on? I've recently been on three dates. Like you're on three dates with this guy you've had sex and it sounds like she's like holding the sex. If she's saying that about him, Mm -hmm. she must feel it about herself that like, now I got to like,
1: now I've got to try even harder to make it work. Right. We've already gotten
0: this far. Right. I've come, I haven't come this far to just come this far. Right. And that's the problem. Yeah. is like, you can go on three better. You, you basically have to trust in yourself enough Mm -hmm. to go, is there a ghost out there? Is there someone out there? Yeah. that presents three better experiences with yeah. me. And it's not to say this person isn't a good person or a nice person. I'm just saying with you, you totally. know, and that's sometimes that's hard to like envision because I have that in my own dating life where I'm like I'm like am I having fun or am I just like is it is this as much fun as I could be having? Right, you know, and I think Logan Yuri is that—that's like the maximizer, mm-hmm. you know. And right,
1: you, could I find a better house? Could I find a better, r- right?
0: Yeah, right. And then you, you, and I think I go through a lot with she's writing, where you go, "What are you doing?" Yeah, you know, like if this ain't it, then when is it going to be it? And you go, "Well, when's when?" And because we can't feel what other people felt, mm-hmm. you know, I can't know if my feelings on date three matched what your feelings on date three were with Mike.
1: Right. Yeah, and I think, I mean, it's funny because, like, you have to almost date people like this to know, you have to date a lot of people to know what it feels like to be, what's important and what's not. So I think some of the things she says here are big reasons why she's trying to make it work when she doesn't really like him that much. And that was, like, the sense of humor thing, the lulls in the conversation, the whatever that was, like, that to me is more, like, you're not compatible. The thing, the other things that she says, you know, then there's other things where I'm like, maybe you are being a little too picky where it's like um, she said, you know, he confirmed a day, but then didn't text about the plan until the day of like sometimes people do that. Well, fine. I think this is
0: a good example. You brought something up on the Patty Stanger episode. Yeah, I think it's a this is a, this is kind of one of those scenarios where you like, you know, where you're non-negotiables, right? And I think it's a good I think what you said was great. Like, I think that that that's a good because I I try to think of that now.
1: Like you get a couple things that you can be like, all right, I know these are kind of superficial, but I don't care. I'm allowed to have a a couple things that I just can't really get over. These are them. And I'm not going to date anyone with those
0: things. And if they hit those pings. Yeah, they're out.
1: Yeah. but You can't have so many of those that. Because if you have too many of those, you'd never find anyone. If you have too many if you have too many things that you're looking for in a house, if it has to have an arcade room and right. it has to have do you know
0: what I mean? Like gotta a, have a pool man and cave. got cave. Yeah. Like
1: you're not going to you're you're probably not going to find one or maybe you will, but it'll take you 30 years.
0: Yeah, not every man has a man cave. <laughs> or they do. Or they do? <laughs> so yeah. I I no, it's a I agree with you. It's um yeah, when I look at hers, she has to decide. I think that's the thing you. she has to decide. We can't yeah. decide that for her. Is the not text the day of uh, uh, be the thing that you go, can't have it. I need a right. thoughtful person. I need someone who cares about that for me. Sure. Or is that something you can go later in life? You go, hey, that you're going to do without that for the rest of your life. Yeah. You're going to have a guy that's going to go, uh, You said dinner last you're make, week. You're We're making the plans. You're making yeah. the plans. Yeah. You're right.
1: Uh, and I think that's another thing that people don't realize about relationships, too, is that people in them are not like... It's not like most people, I think, even maybe they won't admit it. It's not like you found the perfect person. It's like you found the person with the things that, that, that they annoy you are not that big of a deal to you. <laughs> right. But maybe to someone else, they would be a bigger deal. Right. I, Do you know I, what I mean? Right.
0: We When I think of like who gets, you know loves this podcast it's not the most romantic optimistic people like we're we're sitting here like you're not gonna like everything of the person you're with you're the not, rest of your life and no. it's, that's just the truth and if someone
1: that's, right if someone tells you differently they're lying to you or right. they want you to believe a certain thing about themselves that is that no one actually has
0: totally agree and it's hard because, but I I do believe in those first three dates. If you're yeah. not excited,
1: no, I totally agree, and I yeah. think that's sort of the valid point because again, I have those thoughts about Mike. I'm sure he has those thoughts about me. Like this thing that that you do isn't my ideal thing. I mm-hmm. could have I could have been with someone who was not <laughs> disgusting. I could have been with someone who, do you know what I mean? Like, right. oh, it was more pat, whatever. Yeah, it doesn't all these yell about
0: dishes in the sink, yeah. But
1: I've also gone out with many guys that I've had this exact thought about, mm-hmm. where I was like. Stats are great, like you know what I mean. Right. There's no reason we shouldn't like each other. We come from the same area. We've like got the same, you know what I mean. We're both uh, vacationing in the same spot. And mm. I remember this one guy in particular. I went on six dates with him because I was like, "Come on!" He's like attractive. Mm. Like he's, uh, you know, he's got all. He checks all the boxes, and like he's kind of funny, but like not in a way that is like matching me, right? Do you know what I mean? And I was mm. really kind of doing, it. and then I was just, like fuck it. This is just like, I just don't, I'm not excited to go on this date. I'm uh, not excited to hang out with you.
0: And it's, it's, it's so hard. Cause you're like, I got it right. I, right. I got it right here. I
1: found one. Right.
0: Right. <laughs> but I, I got to d- put it back. I can't, I can't right. buy it.
1: And it's almost like going out with that person or a few of those people, I think gives you the perspective. Okay. Like I know the difference between, I'm just not excited to go on the next date mm-hmm. with you. And, there's something about you that isn't ideal because I, I do th- I do think that you, you do need to let go of. There's something about you that's not ideal, which I think most people, especially if they're into maximizing their life, are can be hyper, hyper fixated on.
0: And I think like to kind of broaden this out. Like this person's writing in their 26. Go for it. I. Mm-hmm. They they might be going. Oh, okay. I can now. I'm still figuring out what I want. I think if you're 30, as you get older, yeah. and I'll speak for myself, you do have that moment of like. I thought I knew, <laughs> you know, like, or I do know, and it's just not coming through, you know, the the gate. Right. And that can get, you know, uh, upsetting. I can understand how there's someone out there going, I know. I know I know the feeling. I know what I want. Um, and then they're going, I had it with that one, you know, so-and-so years ago. Mm-hmm. I should have stopped on that one. They're, they're going, or, or the why is that? Thing, you, yeah. yeah, the secretary thing. You, or you're looking back and you're going... Or at a relationship that the other person ended it, and yeah. you go, ah, oh, we had it, right? And you go, but I didn't want to be back in single land again. So I understand why this is so frustrating.
1: Totally, you know. And, and I think there's a thing of like, oh, I'm just because I'm older, I don't want to be settling, right? Right. And I don't. I think that that it, when it's phrased as settling, that is like a that makes you think like losers are marrying people that they're right. that, that have flaws. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that there's a difference between settling and a reorganization of your priorities because you've matured.
0: Well, you know, I have said to myself, I didn't come this far to come this far. Right. And with dating. Mm-hmm. And I think what you're saying is like reorganization of your priorities. And also like it makes me jump off of things. Soonish more, you know, like, mm-hmm. and go, okay, I'm okay with my solitude. I'm okay being alone. Like, right. I, 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 you got to be better than me in the, the phone, yeah. the phone, you know, like in <laughs> the couch, you know. So I think it's like, when you look at it as priorities, it becomes less daunting. Right. Because you're like, ah, oh, this is a nice person. But it's like, you know, I, I guess I didn't come this far to feel nice. <laughs> you know, like, uh, you, you come this far to feel... Whoa.
1: Yeah. No, I get that. You know? And I understand that. And I think that like, you should have that feeling of like, right. again, and when I, I think the way, the best way to ask yourself, if you have that feeling is like, am I excited to go out again?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And I think that's almost the only quite in the beginning. That's the only thing you can really ask yourself. Yeah. Like, am I excited to get, when I get a text from this person, do I feel like excited that I he- heard from them? Sure. Or am I kind of like, Okay, we can we can work with like you know what I mean like my pushing I can take, papers
0: around on the desk like oh, right. okay like let me I, get should, organized. I should I should be should back
1: I back. should do this but it's like am I actually excited is this actually and I mean it's the it's funny for all the shit I talk about Mike and like I do have that yeah. sense of
0: I don't think you, know, you talk to uh, no I'm saying like yeah. there's
1: th- you know there's things again and I think that this is realistic and most married people don't talk about it on occasion you think. I could have married someone like this, that mm-hmm. this quality that they don't have, or I could have, you know what I mean? Maybe I could have been with with whatever thing, but like every time I see him, I'm excited to see him. Every time yeah, I get a text from him, I'm excited to hear from him, and we're married. The yeah. the, the thing is over. So I do think, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like over. The, the yeah. game is over. Sure, sure. But I'm still, you know what I mean? That And to me, that's sort of like the other stuff, and again, it, it's, it's about like the main level of, do I feel... Like lucky to be with them. Mm-hmm. Do I feel like they're gonna be a, like a stable, consistent person day to day? We get along, and we can have silences, and we can do that thing. But like, yeah, are there things that are gonna kind of be in the back of your head if they're not the ideal version of this? Sure.
0: Is and you can't bottle excitement. You yeah. know, like that's something you can't. And you can't. It's called drugs. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. So <laughs> you know, not to be you know whatever, but it's uh yeah like. You're getting a jolt from the person. If you get no jolt, yeah, I mean it's
1: not extreme
0: jolt because right. that would
1: be like kind of toxic, a little toxic, oh, my, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but if you get a little, you know, like oh, look at look, yeah. look, who, look who's in the phone. Oh, look, you're uh, home. Uh, Yeah, you're home. Yeah. Look at this. Okay,
1: right. And I mean, I I don't. I also probably assume maybe that maybe that goes away for some people after they've been married thirty years. I don't know. Yeah, because we'll see. I'm not. We'll see.
0: <laughs> we'll see when we get there. Yeah. <laughs>
1: on the products I need to take care of my hair give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore for a limited time You Up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to Vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout that's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP code UUP to save 20% on your first order V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP code UUP
0: let's do some awkward sex let's you ready? do it okay UUP at Betches.com UUP at Betches.com Also you can call into our voicemail This is a voicemail awkward sex The number 212-589-8903 That's 212-589-8903 Let's hit it
2: Hi J&J Love the pod um, Jared I've seen you do stand up It was fucking hilarious Thank you. And looking oh. forward to um, Heading to another up live show soon so, I have an awkward sex story for you. I actually love listening to this part of the podcast, and I always thought in my head, I don't have any of those. Well, one just happened to me, like, two weeks ago. Whoa! So, I was dating a guy for a little while. Um, we had not yet hooked up. Um We don't live in the same city, so just um had to, like, plan a weekend date to... Get that accomplished. Um, but anyways, we're so romantic. Having sex, everything is great. I find him super attractive, like, it's going super well. And then, right before we started, he, um, took my underwear off and then, or I'm sorry, grabbed it from the floor and put it around his neck as like a necklace and I was like that's a little weird but I'm just like not gonna say anything about it right now because I don't want to ruin the mood um and then he's like on top of me and so my thong is dangling from his neck and hitting me in the face every time he moves (laughs) so I'm basically Mm. on like, under him, can't really move that much, and I'm getting slapped in the fucking face with my own song. And then at the end, he threw it, like, across the room, and uh it took me a very long time to find it, and now I can't look at that same song uh ever again without thinking about this very awkward experience. It didn't work out, by the way. So, um,
0: <laughs> to put it mildly. Yeah, that's
2: the end of that. Soodle.
1: Toodles, okay. Toodles,
0: wow. Toodles. I mean, it is funny that the do
1: guys think that's like hot? Like, I've never heard of such a thing.
0: Okay, I've never heard of putting on.
1: What is the thought of like a woman's underwear? What is your What are your thoughts once it's off of the body? It's off.
0: Goodbye. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess his. I'm trying to think what his thinking is. Maybe he's into like some sort of like he did a strangulation thing. I that's the only thing I can
1: <laughs> cuz it's like hitting her in the face. Right. So he's it's like, like, like getting closer and closer. And, and he has
0: to see that that's happening. Right. Right? So he's like watching it. Maybe he thought she would think it was hot? Cuz he's I think there could be the thought of like oh, this is so hot. Here, I got your underwear. I don't My know.
1: Do, like the smell? Is it like the smelling of the underwear kind of thing? Uh, like, I've uh, never
0: really sniffed an underwear before.
1: It's funny because I think when I'm thinking women's like dirty underwear, like I would be like, yeah. Like, I'm not. Uh,
0: well, <laughs> that's very funny because whatever someone's <laughs> a dirty underwear, I don't really think of it that way. Like I, I, I guess... Well, men's
1: underwear has less stuff on it than women's underwear. Yes. And- Women have... A little health loss
0: vaginal discharge what <laughs> <laughs> excuse me you said uh, no uh, one um, do it's
1: it's not that sexy and so i'm thinking i don't think most women are like okay i'm not like interested in the in the underwear after it's on my body to be like part of the equation
0: yeah no i i get i get it like i i, I understand like i don't know i don't i guess i've never had the thought of like let me pick this up and Whirled over my head and, you know, I I guess, like, to me, the underwear leaves once it's off. Like, so, I do understand, like, from her side, it's like, this thong has been up my ass.
1: Yeah. So, (laughs) like, like and it's really rubbing against my my face. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But it's a thong, so it's not that much surface area.
1: That's true.
0: I I don't know. I, I don't know where he's coming from. I'm trying to think of, like, what the kink is, what the...
1: I feel like you see that in, like, movies about, like, maybe, like people who are like somewhat sexual predators like they're like smelling the underwear well, the,
3: <laughs>
0: they're
1: going into they're stealing the underwear they're smelling the underwear it's like a kind of like it's depraved man like right
0: they, they well it's that. I, I watched a Hallmark movie I was like I was watching a Hallmark movie just randomly <laughs> and they had the the guy the creep comes in the apartment yeah. and his one move is he he starts dreaming of the woman in the the woman in the homies and he starts dreaming of her in a hot tub, and he goes in the drawer and he just he sees the bathing smelling. suit she was wearing and he pulls it up and he just sniffs it. And you're like, Yeah, yeah I, I, I mean, there must this is be very... guys who are,
1: where's that come from? There must be guys who are into the smelling yeah. of the underwear.
0: I think, yeah, the what shouldn't be done gets done. That's the, I think that's any sexual thing. Sure. Right. Maybe we're that's doing, this guy's thing, I guess. We're doing wrong. I don't know. I don't know what his thing is. I, I think also there's an idea of like, got your underwear i don't know i i,
1: I yeah it's just weird there'd be like hitting her in the face and she would be like or slapping against her face and she's just and he's just kind of not addressing that
0: i think i guess to me the, the only th- yeah the only thing i can see from his side is like oh we're doing something we shouldn't be doing you know your underwear's in your face i don't know <laughs> i, I <laughs> we also don't have that you know the, the dirty underwear thing is a big difference of viewpoint.
1: Right. If you're into that, if you're into that, write us an email. Right.com. Let us know what it is about the underwear that makes you w- fill flag- in a Hallmark movie.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody I, listen, everyone is into something. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with being
1: into the smell of underwear, of woman's underwear. I or think from, like,
0: from his point of from her point of view, it's like, hey, just tell me.
1: It must be something about the smell, I think.
0: I think it's the wrongness Maybe. But What do you think, red flag or deal breaker?
1: With no explanation, mm. or just like it's just there, it's just it's just hitting me my face, and I'm just it, I think it would be a deal breaker if he mm. was like, listen, this is my thing. Do you mind? I'm gonna put, can I take your, own? I'm gonna put it around my. Or if he did it in a more <laughs> sexy way, right, right, right. I think I'd be like, okay let with me it. See
0: that underwear? Of yeah. Yours. I like to put it on my head. Sure. I like to wear it <laughs> yes. as a hat. And at, at least a necklace. you're being honest. I guess. Yeah. At least you're being honest. I guess that's the thing with anything sexual. You want to be upfront. Yeah. To like, hey, this is kind of where I right. go with this. Are you
1: comfortable with this? Yeah. Would yeah. you mind? Or even just, uh, I think it's so hot when I'm like when I'm smelling your underwear during I don't know. fucking. Sure. Like I want to yeah.
0: smell what I'm getting into. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I want to taste. That you, makes whatever. more sense yeah. than anything. Yeah.
1: So maybe if, as long as it wasn't like the the um the string of the thong. <laughs> I'd be like, that's a lot. I don't know. <laughs> you can smell from here to here. For me, that would be. A, right. Yeah, I'd be like, a, it's a little be a little much. Different. What do you call this?
0: <sighs> that thong's a thong, thong, thong. That's
1: good. I was I had the right? same. I had the same thought, but I had let me not see that thong.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like that.
1: Wrong thong. I like that wrong thong.
0: Wrong thong. Wrong. Now I've said the word thong so much, thong. That it's sounding weird, you I know, mean, that moment. Who
1: was I? I think I was talking to my brother about this. That song, let me, it was just very straightforward. It's One a great desire, song. Just wanted to see it.
0: Like the bo- way the booty goes. <laughs> like the way the
1: booty goes. That's just sitting him down, like writing that song. I like, can't. How, like, all right, let's start with the objective. I want to see the thong. I want to see it? Why?
0: Well, thongs had a moment. What about it? You know? I mean, the thong song came out right around the time that, like, I realized a thong existed. Same. in middle, I feel like I was in
1: middle school, like, and, like, it was, like, the song, and I was like, okay. This is. Right. My dad's, like, play, like it's playing in my dad's car. My friends and I are in the backseat. This feels weird.
0: Like, it was so catchy. Yeah. It did I didn't mean, have a beat. It had a beat. Ooh, that, uh, did someone do it as, like, a poetry reading? There, I think there's a bit out there thong song is a reading someone did it
1: who's uh who sings it cisco okay
0: come on i don't know i have some respect for cisco i forgot i like it when the beat goes baby make your booty go that thong the thong 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 yeah okay listen it's a good
1: classic song
0: I remember when it came out, it was right around the time that my friends and I, I think it was middle school. What year is the thong song?
1: I was thinking middle school.
0: And, and it was like the idea of like, oh, women wear underwear that like makes it so you can see their whole ass. Right. Like the no lines thing. Yeah. That was like a middle school discussion amongst men. Like, oh, I can see the lines versus no lines. So if you saw no lines, that's a thong wear. Right. Like this was like, for middle school kids, boys, and, it was like, holy fucking shit.
1: And as the girl, like, discovering it, because you were kind of, like, starting to wear, like, leggings in middle school, mm-hmm. and you're like, well, I don't want my underwear to show on mm-hmm. my leggings. And so you kind of explored that. But it definitely is, like, a weird – I think it's, like, a little weird age
0: to be wearing one if you're, like, 12. Right. And I would assume – From the female side, this is, it's, 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 it's like, would your mom let you get a thong or not? Really? Yeah.
1: It'd be like a a discussion. Like some people's moms wouldn't, we're like, we're we're not there yet.
0: Well, uh, (laughs) it's also the idea of mechanical versus sexual. Yeah. It's like when men, like I've given compliments to women I've dated about like that they look hot in their gym stuff. Mm -hmm. And the response is always so different than my thinking. Like, you know, men at the gym are looking at women at the gym. Okay. Like it's just plain and simple, and the response you get from women is like, "Oh, I'm in my gym stuff. I'm so gross."
1: Yeah, it's functional. It's functional. Yeah,
0: and it's interesting the difference between like, you know, women are like, "Oh, this is a fu- this is just what I wear," and guys are like, "That is a, the, my favorite thing in the world." You know, they turn into an animal.
1: Right. It's almost, but it's like nice naivete to not know that. Right.
0: Like, <laughs> just walk around normally. Right. You can't. There's no. animals everywhere. No, they're, a- we're everywhere. Yeah. Well, let's be on guard. This is, this is a dangerous town.
1: Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's big give week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N, shoppers get it. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail, a classic. The Rider jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's do another email. Are you ready? Let's do it. Okay.
0: Should I be concerned that my boyfriend never had a hoe phase? Okay. <laughs> such a concerned
1: hilarious. Concerned if they do, concerned if they
0: right. don't. Okay. Uh, hey, J&J, long fan of the pot, I'll jump right into it. Should I be concerned that my boyfriend has never had a hoe phase? For context, my boyfriend, 24 male, and I, 23 female, have been dating for a year and we're starting to get pretty serious. He's had two other major relationships, the longest of which lasted four years all throughout college. I mean, again, this goes back to something we talked about on the Sunday special
1: where she's he's he's 24 24. two other major relationships, relationships, right? His high school girlfriend. Right.
0: Come on. Uh, When I met him, they'd been broken up for seven months. My boyfriend and his ex broke up during the covid lockdown. So he didn't really go out at that time, engage in any casual sexual relationships. The other day we were talking about our friends and the topic of dating more broadly and he said, "It is it weird that I've never really been single? <laughs> That's a weird Uh-oh. thing
1: to mention casually.
0: This is, yeah, this is uh, something I've called the pre-breakup.
1: Is it weird that I've never been <laughs> that I've that I've never been in a threesome? Is it, <laughs> do you feel like it's weird?
0: <laughs> it was right, where'd that he come just from? Looks yeah. off, you guys are sitting there like yeah. you're sitting with your boyfriend, looking at the sunset. You know, I've been thinking. I've only seen a few types of nipples.
1: <laughs> weird, right? Isn't it weird?" <laughs> yeah
0: this is a pre-breakup okay all right um i was thrown off by his question (laughs) wait a minute we were just talking about you know dog breeds we liked
1: (laughs) where that yeah that came out of nowhere
0: and said well you were single when i met you i hope (laughs) and that's when he told me about his covid love lockdown situation I asked him if he regretted not having a chance to date casually, and he said, I'm so happy in this relationship, and I would be insane to mess things up. But I'd be lying. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> the truth shall set you free. I'd be lying if I said I didn't wish that I had explored more before I met you. I see where my boyfriend's coming from. I understand the importance of exploring your sexuality, and I wish that he had a hoe phase before he met me too. That said, I'm worried about where this leaves our relationship. What if in the future he doesn't want to take things to the next level with me because he feels that he's unfinished business? Here are my questions. Do men think about hoe phases? Period of time in your early 20s when you casually have sex? Like women tend to. Should I bring up this conversation with my boyfriend again? Is there any way that I can make him feel more secure? Is your partner's lack of a hoe phase a red flag or deal breaker? Thanks for all you do. Sincerely, hoe did we get here. Love huh. the sound off.
1: What do you Good. think? Do you guys need to, to no. have a thing?
0: No. No? You're in a relationship or you're in a hoe phase. Okay. Okay? Every, every moment you're single is a hoe phase. Yeah. It, this is an insane thing to me. The, the it is. You think
1: it has nothing to do with do this? You, the, the guy is just trying to warm her up for the conversation that's coming. Ah,
0: uh, he's, he's trying to warm her up to one of two things. Okay. But, I, but the whole phase, like that should be the wedding vow. Like, do you take this man to be your, you know, husband? Do you take this woman to end your whole phase? Yes. Because that is it, the, the idea that again, and this is, For all the dating talk we do, men love a dimmer switch, not an off and off switch. Okay. We love vague relationships. We love, you know, uh, vague options. I said it on this show many a time. the worst part. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why, you know, when you're like, are we seeing, you know, in the beginning phases, it's this guy out, he's out there. Right. For a lot. I'm saying for okay. a lot of men. I just, I, the idea of, I just have no friend being like, they say when they do talk about it is when they're in a relationship, they go, whoa, when I was single. Right. That's them talking about their hoe face. Okay. So. And, he's just, not,
1: and he was single for seven months.
0: Seven months, but during yeah. COVID. Okay. So she's claiming that he didn't get enough. Okay. I think he's either, also the idea of, he's going to break up with me and say it's because he didn't get his hoe. No, he's going to break up with you because he doesn't want to be with you forever.
1: Right. Well, that's the and other. This is gonna thing. be the
0: excuse. Yeah. So he's either warming her up for a breakup because he's implanting the excuse he's going to give,
1: mm-hmm. which could be a valid excuse. I think at twenty four to say like I like you and I'm very happy, but I also I don't know if I've. I, I mean, I don't. It's a
0: nicer way right. of saying I am having a great time. I'm with not you.
1: sure if there's someone better out there for me. Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's. It's the nicest right. way of saying it.
1: But I. I also think that's like a valid thought. Even if you were with someone, great. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. We, we, great, ju- we right. just yeah. talked about that. Yeah. You know, the idea of like, you're great, I'm great. We're not great. That's okay. Right. But I can understand having been this guy where you're looking for things to say that someone would agree with okay. in the breakup. To
1: not be like the bad guy. Right. Okay.
0: Because you have to, Because and again, this goes both ways because he's been through breakups. And he got asked, I've been through breakups. Why, why, why? Mm -hmm. And you're like, just trying to search for this answer that will get this person to fucking get it. You know, like, because you can't say the mean thing, which is not a mean thing in my opinion, but you can't say, I don't see us being together forever. And I don't Mm -hmm. see it. Right. You might see it now, but I hope you... So you're saying that's what he's saying. He's saying, I don't see us being together forever. I'm not saying that.
1: Okay.
0: I think it's one of two... Things. I think he's bringing it up awkwardly because he wants to tell her something. Okay. It's either that or, and this is where I mean, he my, clearly
1: wants to tell her something that came something. out of nowhere. Nowhere. Right.
0: Yeah. Or, and here's the other option. And it kind of plays into like what she's talking about. She says, I see where my boyfriend's coming from. I understand the importance of exploring your sexuality. And I wish he had that hoe phase before he met me. What about you two? Right. What's stopping your too young, good-looking? Well, maybe looking she people? doesn't care that much. Well, twenty-four and twenty-three. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, like, yeah. I, it might be he's like, can we change things up a bit? Okay. He's looking at, you know, she describes. Oh, you're saying our he might phase. be
1: saying this as a way to be like, let's let's have fun, have right? And fun. The,
0: the, the, she's kind of demeaning. In in the way you she's think? bringing it so you could look at it through okay. many different prisons, but I, I, and I don't think she's a mean person, but the way she's she says,
1: I feel like she could have freaked out at this. She seems like, no, okay, like I get it.
0: i I totally I yeah. think she's been great. But I'm saying it's interesting the perspective of I wish she had gotten all that gross sex out of his system before meeting me and having this royal sex, you know? and i I think that is a to me. Might not be a fun way to look at sex.
1: Well, that's not, but he said, he didn't say like, I didn't, I, I never had a wild sex phase. He said, I never had a hoe phase, which to me means multiple people. I didn't have, I haven't had, I haven't had a chance to have sex with as many people as I wanted to. That's the phrase he used. He used hoe phase, which to me again is not. Did he?
0: Yeah. I'm trying to. Right. Well, uh, is it weird that I've never really been single? I yeah. asked him, regretted it, and I'm so happy in this relationship. I wouldn't be insane to mess things up, but I'd be lying if I didn't wish that I had explored more before I met you. That's the quote. Okay. So. But he calls it being single. Sure. It's weird that I'd never been single. Sure. So that's why it's one of two choices. Mm-hmm. It's, I think there might be better for me out there. Okay. You know, I didn't explore all the things I could have been single. But then the way she comes back and describes it to us, I see where my words has come from. I understand the importance of exploring your sexuality. Yeah. So she's making about sex. He's making it about single. You know, and and, and to me, you can have an exciting sex life. With, I think it could be more. With the person you're with. With yeah. the person you're with. Right. I think it could be more exciting. You trust each other. Maybe, you can talk to each right. other. You can trust that you're not going to be judged. You know, like, I, I think she's low yeah. overlooking that. She's stuck on sex.
1: And it's possible that it is about, just about that. Right. About heightening the sexual, like you know, whatever they're doing sexually. Mm. But it is possible also, again, I can imagine as a twenty-four year old guy mm-hmm. who's with, with a girl that he does like mm-hmm. being like, My friends are out there every weekend just having fun, having sex sure. with random people, no strings attached, just that looks fun to me too. I don't wanna I don't wanna be married at at twenty-seven and be like I'm never, you know, I never got that experience.
0: I get that. But I will say as a thirty-seven year old man with friends that got married at every point along the way, mm-hmm. Everyone had their moment. Okay. You know, and I'm sure they all had their different their whole reasons. phase moment? Well, <laughs> they had their moment to, you know, take the whole phase and, and hang it up. Right. So, and everyone else was out there single. I got friends that got married at 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, all up the line. Okay. So they were all watching other people live their lives that they're not having. Right. While doing it. So yeah. I don't know what everyone's reasonings were. You're saying that's were. not a
1: real thing that guys are, like, really breaking up with you for?
0: Um, yeah, no, I've never broken. I've i never felt like the...
1: Like, this person's great, but I just want to not be... Look how fun a, that is.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't really think... To me, it doesn't make sense as a reason because I've never really felt like I was in the... I was stuck inside while I watched the rest of the neighborhood kids play in the yard. Right? Right. That wasn't the real
1: reason. If you ended it with someone that was ever that would ever actually right. be it.
0: Okay. I just thought that there would be someone better, else better, someone for in the house with me that would be better for me.
1: Well, that's sweet. I think that's nice to hear. Actually, that that you know, because the other way sounds kind of
0: shallow. The, well, the other way is a more digestible excuse to give during a breakup. Right. That's why, you know. Oh, I never got my ho phase. <laughs> that's like, in, like I, I because. Again, like, especially the way she presents it was, you know, I, I'm using sex as, you know, because of the way she presented it where it's, she's like, oh, he hasn't gotten all the sex out of his system. It's like, well, why don't you guys start doing some stuff together that would be fun and different and adventurous? Also, that could be made for your relationship. Are you two just doing the same thing? Are you? Why aren't you two going to a bar and having a drink? You know, why aren't right. you two going and doing what single people do except together? You know, with someone that you love and enjoy the company of, you know, like these things aren't, you know, I think it would a lot. And this is to me, this is somewhat female is this idea of like next phase of life means I have left that world behind. Mm -hmm. And you see it with like married women when they talk a lot, you know, they say it to me uh, about being, I don't remember being single. They have no memory. The minute they get married, no memory. And you're like, you don't have to do this. You have a fucking memory. right?
1: You can be a normal, fun person. So yeah, you can also stage,
0: yeah. be a normal, fun person that's married and yeah. loves their husband who also goes, oh, I dated this one guy back when and right. it was the worst date or the best date or whatever. It can, yeah. You can have a great date with someone in your past and still enjoy your husband now.
1: I agree. I mean, for this, the feeling of a ho- needing a whole phase, I feel like is, I don't, I wouldn't understand that personally at all. Sure. But I do also think because I've dated so many people, people when i was single that i do have more like perspective but i don't think Mm. i think that's something you only appreciate if you have it. if you don't have it i don't think anyone's like looking to make more hardships for themselves sure
0: yeah (laughs) do you know what i mean yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah. like i wish i had a harder time in school like no no (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's
0: um it is very interesting yeah the way this was written
1: well so what do you think she should do just to ask him what what if it's about a sexual thing or,
0: um, I think she would say what what I, I would ask herself what's lacking from this. I don't know. She's got to ask him questions. What do you? I don't know. I, I don't want to tell her to be different because she's who she is, and right. that's wonderful. I'm sure it's great, but she has to ask him what he was getting at.
1: Yeah, find out the, what he, why he really made that statement.
0: Right. It's not, it's either I think that there's better out there for me or I'm a little bored here.
1: Right. Which the second is fixable. Totally fixable. Yeah. And, I mean, I okay. think there are better ways to say I'm a little bored here than isn't it weird that I've never been single.
0: Yeah, but guys are idiots. That's, we've, never, <laughs> we've never had these conversations. way to say that. Totally. But the, you know what's interesting, and I learned this from The Bachelor and Bachelorette, is like the women are just like, seven grades ahead in emotional in emo- intelligence and, yeah. and it it's almost like but also relationship talk yeah and I was at when we were in Chicago I went to across the street from the hotel there was like a barbecue place and I was eating I'm just sitting there eating my ribs listening to ten women talk and- I was literally sitting behind 10 women. <laughs> listening? Uh, listening and Where they against the wall. Right. And like, no, they were at one picnic table and I was at okay. the one behind them. And I'm sitting there hovering over brisket, just like an animal. And I just hear them talking about dating. Okay. They're they're taught. None none of them were coming to our show. Just literally 10 women just going, I'll always be single. The other one's like, I'll never, you know, I'll, and he did this on this date. And they're having all these talks about dating and relationships. Right. That I've never had with a group of men.
1: Right. Yeah. No, that makes sense.
0: So you're just well versed. So this guy came in, he's like, I am bored or wants to break That's up. A, and- right.
1: Maybe he's bad at articulating. You know, I talked about this with um my sister on over an oversharing episode where she sees all these couples in couples therapy, and it can almost seem like the woman is like woman's splaining the like emote, but like emotions mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. them where it's like they just can't articulate like they it's just so much harder to articulate what they want to say. Mm. Then to a woman, it's just like second nature.
0: Right. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, no, it, and it's not second nature. I yeah. think it's like that they've practiced. Yeah.
1: I have no, like, I'm practiced. I mean- And then I, it becomes to feel like second nature, yeah. Right. right. But then you don't understand why someone just can't tell you in words what they want to say.
0: Right. <laughs> but I, I, you know, sometimes I think it's, you know, personally, I think it's hurt me in relationships to be able to talk about this stuff. Okay. Right? Like, you it goes dumb. both ways. Well, because- I don't know how to do the dishes. <laughs> You're so much better at it. <laughs> right. You do it. Well, yeah. also, like, I, I... Sometimes I get in these conversations, don't and I know how to... Don't say the wrong thing. Don't say the wrong thing, but also I know how to jujitsu it. Okay. You know, I know where they're coming from. So I'm like, oh, this is going to be about how I didn't do this. And I can go, ah, well, now we're happy. Ah, you know, making a joke out of okay. it. You know, I, I think that's been... You know, I'm now sure I'm... i sure it must frustrate a lot of people. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like... And I, uh, you know, sometimes people think that like, you know, when they listen to this and I, I can talk about this, they're like, well, Jared, it's like, no, I'm as dumb as the fucking guy you're dating. Well, it's you so know?
1: different when it's you, you know, and I'm oh my same God. here where it's like, you know, you can give all the advice and then when it comes down to it, you just scream at the person.
0: Yeah, you're just sitting there listening yeah. to a bunch of women from another table. Not sure what to say to them.
1: I do it all the time with the hairdresser. I told you I overheard the the whole conversation. There's nothing I love more than overhearing someone complain about their dating life. So if you're around me, just speak loudly. (laughs) Um, Okay, guys. So we will be right back with Zoe Deutsch. I just want to let you guys know I took this interview on my own. Jared, as you might have been able to see, is in France. He is off the grid. And so we got this great opportunity to interview Zoe Deutsch. And I am taking it for the team. And it's going to be a great interview. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Back to play some games with a very special guest. She is the star of the new movie on Hulu. It's called Not Okay. It's on Hulu. It's currently streaming right now. Welcome, Zoe Deutsch. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to have you. I have to say, this movie is like the pinnacle of everything that we talk about. On this show about dating and the internet and instagram and you know who you who you are on the internet and who you are in real life and like how those worlds collide um so i just know that the listeners of the show are going to love 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 the movie and if they haven't already seen it because it's currently out now you can check it out on hulu not okay but i wanted to talk to you because like this is such a 2022 movie you know, about like how we're presenting ourselves online and the difference between how we're showing up in person and, you know, how, how you personally feel about those things and, you know, how they present themselves in modern dating.
3: Yeah. I mean, I think everybody has a a weird love hate relationship um, with social media. I don't remember, I don't know if you do, but I don't remember a time that I, in such a strange sentence, I don't remember a time that I didn't exist online Right. Um, so even pre dating. Uh, well, how old are you? I'm 27. Okay. <laughs> just had to think about that. Last night, my friend convinced me that I'm not. So I just was a little unsure. But I'm. I don't believe her. And I'm. I believe me. Right now, I'm 27. Um. <laughs> she was like, "You're 26." I was like, "I am sure that I'm 27." She's like, "No." Anyway. Um. So I. I started using social media at 11 or 12. So I really only remember myself existing online and therefore it's very embedded in my life, and right. in my brain and in my subconscious. And it's not like a chore to have to, you know, keep my Instagram up. It's uh, the opposite. It's more like I need to... It feels natural. <laughs> it feels embarrassingly natural right. <laughs> to spend an un- in unreal amount of time online.
1: Do you feel like you can tell when looking at someone's Instagram if it's like, if they're, if they're trying to be someone different than they are or like they're trying to present themselves as a better version of who they are? I think everyone is. Just to an extent category.
3: I don't think yeah. that you that's why I phrase it the way that I existed online. I think everybody it's not real. Right. Everybody, <laughs> even if you were the type of person who does the total opposite side of the spectrum of like being super vulnerable and crying online all the time and and really sharing your innermost uh, secrets, like that is also um putting on something as you know, as much as
1: totally. Yeah. Even so, if even if you say, think that you're like above it or that or that you're presenting authentically, you still there's it would be impossible to not think about how someone That's
3: is the point of social media. Yeah. You are you are your own you are branding yourself.
1: Yeah. Well, have you ever met someone in person and then you've, you know, seen their social media and you found them to be more or less attractive? Has it changed your attraction to them? <laughs> They're weird. They're showing up weirdly online, like weirder than, or in a way that is not as exciting.
3: Yeah, I'm sure. If there's, you know, if it's, if it's cringe, if it's Mm -hmm. cringe 2.0, then I, yeah. Well, have you, have you ever been on a dating app? I, I did. I went on, but I had never gone on a date from it or even really used it, but I was on it for like a month.
1: Right. And I mean, there is like sort of, I guess, Although people say Instagram is the best dating app or the biggest dating app there is yeah. because you're seeing Again, all those.
3: I've never gone on a date from anything pertaining to social media.
1: So only in person people you've met in in real life and you uh you're in a relationship, correct? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you met in real life.
3: Yeah. So That's- I I'm sort of useless on that front obviously like I'm. I fall into the category of like loving to go on my friends' dating apps and and um, and swipe for them and you know talk to them. And I do think I <laughs> I do think I'm pretty good at at ghost writing for my friends. I I am the unofficial ghostwriter for my friends while they're dating. I do that is my job in the friend group. I am I am the one that they
1: text. <laughs> so you have like pretty good game then I would say that would I know.
3: don't. I just I I don't I just maybe when it's not me, I feel like I'm playing a character okay. and I can just go into the role of this friend. But totally. I really take I really take it seriously and I'm very proud of that skill.
1: <laughs> no, I think it's a great skill. I also think it's it like you said, it is easier when you're not you know, because you can look at it objectively. And that's so much of what we do on the show. We get emails and I'm kind of like, yeah, I can tell you what you should do because I don't, I'm not in it. So I don't feel the like pressure or anxiety, which causes you to kind of behave differently. For sure. For sure. Um, But could you talk about how your, your character in the movie, how this kind of plays out for her, just in case listeners um, haven't seen it yet. Like, how would you describe how like, Dating and and social media all plays into this whole the whole film.
3: The movie is about a girl who she's a photo editor and she really wishes she was a writer. Um and she fakes a trip to Paris. She's a photo editor, so she can fake herself looking like she's in Paris and, you know, in the Eiffel Tower and whatever. Um, fakes a trip to Paris, like as if she's going on a writer's retreat to impress this guy at work. And when she's allegedly in Paris after posting that she was, there are a string of terrorist attacks that occur there. And she decides to go along with the lie that she not only was there, but survived this um, attack. And it's the unraveling of this lie in, in tandem with the, her rise to fame as this survivor and what happens as a
1: result of that
3: the attention she gets, the love Mm -hmm. she gets,
1: all of it. Right. And I think this concept is so relatable, kind of just like to bring it back to what you were saying before about how everyone wants to be like, you think of this as like this is an extreme case of someone, you know, physically pretending to be somewhere they're actually not. But I do think we all do maybe like micro versions of that online where, you know, even if it's not like a blatant lie, it's like, covering up a body part that you aren't feeling secure about that day or positioning yourself at a certain angle like of course, right it's all like these little mini versions of like I want you to see the best version of me instead of the most 100% real version of me which I think is okay to an extent okay. to some level of it yeah sure look <laughs> <laughs> yeah I do too let's play let's get into our our game segment um if you're a new listener this is you know red flag or deal breaker where everything's perfect you find out this happened these are listeners submitted it's either a red flag you're you know you're a little cautioned, but you're still going out with them again or it's a deal breaker and you're completely out
3: oh i'm excited (laughs) you ready to play some games oh i am ready to play some games
1: Today's Red Flag or Deal Breaker game is brought to you by Fauxpas. Just in time for summer, there's a new canned cocktail that's made for Betches by Betches, and it's ready to drink, so you can bring it wherever your group text takes you next. They come in four delicious flavors with a Betches twist and beautiful, vibrant packaging, so they look good and taste even better. And of course, they're best served cold like a K text. Okay, I'll start with the first one. Hi, J&J. Here's my situation. I matched with a guy in an app I was chatting with. We immediately started texting, so I didn't remember much of what was going on on his profile. We planned the date, and I had to remind myself what this guy was about. I went back and looked at his profile, and his job said, Account Manager at Finance, which is an interesting way to... At Finance as, as the uh, the, <laughs> the name of the company. <laughs> She goes, great. Seems like a good job. But he did say something about needing to clock out before meeting me. Okay. Maybe he works at a bank. Fine. No problem. Well, we had the date. And when I asked what he does, he said he's been in apartment management since he graduated college, like the person behind the desk talking to people who want to lease an apartment. Is that even close to account management in finance? (laughs) Which is... Okay. I hope what she says finance, it's like a cover for like a, the right. name of a bank or something because that would be its own weird red flag, like yeah. server at restaurant. Right. Oh, very weird way to describe your job. Look, I'm not concerned about your job if you love it, but why are you lying about what you do on your profile? So red flag or deal breaker, he makes up a job on his profile. Thanks for the insight. Bamboozled on Bumble. What do you think? I... And- no, it's a no. This so it's too much of a lie. It's too much of a lie. Too much of a stretch, right?
3: Yeah, that's too much. I think that's good. I mean, and I understand, you
1: know, you,
3: if you are not necessarily, if you're not super stoked on your job and you're maybe, whatever it is, I, mm-hmm. but I, I don't think that um, is a good way to go into things. I, I would take that as a hard no.
1: I agree. And I think we talk about on this show, like set the expectations lower and then wow the person instead of like pretending to be higher and then disappointing them.
3: I also think in my experience, and this is something that's really difficult to to actually process and truly and truly see for what I think people show themselves to you, regardless in dating and life, like they tell you who they are right away. I really do right. think that, and I'm not saying that you can't have bad first impressions and and people can be having a bad day and whatever. But I do believe people tell you who they are pretty early, and right. so that is a uh, that is a that is a kind of lie that I I don't think I don't know personally. I, I I'm not on board.
1: Yeah, it would make you feel a little icky, like if this is their style of presenting themselves to try to like manipulate you into thinking that there's something they're not it's so much hotter to just own whatever the actual situation is yeah agree okay let's do another one red flag or deal breaker she says she can see ghosts this happened to me we didn't break up over it but i felt like one of the medii red flags that accumulated what do you think they say they can see ghosts
3: a red flag or oh gosh uh that they can see ghosts yes no i don't think that's a
1: i don't i don't think that's either. You think it's fine? I think it's fine. They say that you can see ghosts and they can see ghosts. Isn't there a part of you that's like,
3: they might be crazy? No, I don't think so. Well, it depends on how they say it and in what way are they saying it? Are they like, I don't know. I don't think that's, I don't think that's a red flag or
1: a deal breaker. <laughs> okay. You're okay with ghosts. I just, yeah, I don't,
3: I don't know. Okay. Yeah. What uh, do you think? you think I, that's a red flag?
1: I think because I don't believe in ghosts and I, I mean, I guess like you were saying, it would really depend on the context. Like I saw, I see, I saw a sign. I think something that was like a little more acceptable to me would be like, I saw a sign or I thought I saw like a a face in a picture. But if it's like, I see dead people, I don't know if like, that's going to be my vibe.
3: But don't you think one of the points of dating and falling in love is maybe I'm getting too deep with this, but I think you your, it opens up your world and your, and the, and your, in your brain and mm-hmm. maybe makes you think about the world in a different way. And maybe if you didn't believe in ghosts, maybe it, it would be good to be, with <laughs> because it, it, I don't know it's that's the point is that it, it opens up your horizon. I don't know. That's, that's my, my hot take.
1: I feel like that is how you wind up in a cult it's For like sure. you're dating someone and they're like, oh, I have this new take on the world around me. And then before you know it, you know, you find out he's the leader. I think it would be
3: so fucking six wives. I would be so bored if I was dating someone who thought who agreed with me on everything and thought everything the same of me. And we all believe like I'd be so bored by that. I mean, I'm currently with someone who is my actual polar opposite. So um. <laughs> does he believe in ghosts? I don't know, but I do. Oh, can you see them? <laughs> maybe that's why I, what? Can you see them? I can't tell you that. You, you're clearly judging her for, for seeing Ghosts. <laughs> I'm I'm like, like, i Actually, I ruined like, it. Like, I'm not I in a safe it. place. <laughs> I'm, not,
1: I'm not going there. With well, here. give me, I would need to know that. I would need to know the details and who you saw. Well, you'd have I, to prove I, it to me, but I, I yeah. Fortunately, we you're not the one for me to, for me to talk about
3: Ghosts with. That's
1: true. Yeah. I really <laughs> just shut you down. I apologize. Uh, <laughs> not being very, very good host. All right. Let's do one more. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Only one more. Oh, okay. I know. These are fun, right? Oh, fun. Okay. So I went on a date with a guy that I matched with on an app. We met at a Mexican restaurant for a drink late on a weeknight. I had eaten dinner assuming it would be drink and maybe an app only. We order our drinks and get some chips and salsa. I say I already ate, and he said he wasn't hungry, so he wanted something small. He spent a few minutes looking at the menu, and when the waitress came by to take our order, he goes, I'm not super hungry. Can I see a kid's menu? Yes, you heard me right. A kid's menu. Dead serious on a first date, 33 years old. Look, I love me some chicken fingers, but that's like fifth date territory. Plus, they have adult chicken finger baskets for that. Who has ordered off a kid's menu after the age of 14? I tried to keep my composure by cracking a joke. I'm going to color when you're done with that. So he handed me the crayons. Red flag or deal breaker, he asked to see the kids' menu. Sincerely, are you kidding me? Okay,
3: whoa. I'm really on a different level than this girl. We do not see eye to eye on the world. I would that is so fine. That's neither a red flag or nor a deal breaker. And actually it's a red flag actually and a deal breaker. Think it's for she feels this way. That's I would be like that's nuts that you think it's a red flag that he ordered from the kids menu? Why do you want to waste food? He's not hung, he doesn't want to eat a whole basket of chicken tenders. He wants a smaller portion. I think that's um Totally okay, and I actually like it. I think it's charming, and I think he doesn't want to waste food.
1: Yeah, so you're, I, you're saying your her judgment of him ordering off the kids' menu is the deal breaker more In than a
3: red flag? Maybe not okay. a deal breaker, but that makes me feel like first off, you're like really overthinking things.
1: I love I you. You're know. so non judgmental. <laughs> I think it's amazing.
3: I just don't even understand it, but maybe I'm crazy. No, I. I Look, I'm I'm over out here ordering from the kids menu and believing ghosts. So I don't know what to say, but at least I'm not lying about my job. (laughs) I love that. Well, you're
1: (laughs) you're so optimistic, and you know what it is. I think it's because you've never been on a dating app. You're like dating is amazing. Everyone, we we should like let it all fly. Ghosts, kids menu. I love it. I think it's a little bit of a deal breaker because to me, I'm kind of like, why don't you just order an app? Like, oh, he wants chicken tenders. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I guess if it was about the items, like the item wasn't on the other menu. It's only a kid's menu item. But even if it
3: was a whole basket, he doesn't want the whole basket. He just wants a bite of it. I guess so. I'm so confused. I feel like I am on a different planet. I feel like this is so clear, but that's okay. the point. But that's what's so amazing about dating. And that's why it's so interesting. Cause people, we, everyone has really strong opinions about things. And I, I love it. It's, it's fascinating. <laughs>
1: No, I agree. And that's why it's fun about this this game because there is no real right or wrong answer. And it's like with dating, it's like there's no right or wrong thing to do. It's someone who's a match for you. So one person's ordering off the kids menu is like childish and the person thinks about it totally different. Someone else is like, I love that. It's a great idea. That's sort of the best part about dating. And the worst part is that it feels so personal when you're rejected, but really it's just someone who's not a match for you. They're not buying what you're selling. That's totally true. It's, it's not personal. You're right, 100%. Right, which is why, just like in Not Okay, we should try to show up as our somewhat somewhat authentic selves so that you can find out if someone's the match for you sooner rather than later. Totally, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, because the longer you're pretending to be someone else, the more time it takes for someone to actually get to know you and then if they want to dump you, um, you'll find out a lot later and waste a lot more of your time.
3: Yeah, I I that is the truth. Amen. <laughs> well, Zoe, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. I thought we were playing till 12. I'm so sad. I thought we were going to have
1: more. Oh, yeah, no, I only have 3. I wish we uh-huh. had more. You know what? We could do uh, versions of these. So, okay. They see ghosts. Uh-huh. They see ghosts, <laughs> but and they're talking to them in front of you. I'm seeing how far we can go. Okay, can that's you.
3: that's a lot. For a first date, that's too much. That's a no. That's what if tough. it's like the fourth date? No, I don't even need them to talk to ghosts ever in front of me. I don't okay. need that. I'm, I'm totally open to them seeing them and having their own experience, but I don't need to be a part of it. <laughs> they see a psychic. I'm just going to rip off of this. Oh, gosh. That's okay. That's fine. I guess as long as they're not, Oh, it's okay. It's fine. It's not, it's not, it's okay. You're fine with it. Yeah. I have.
1: Okay. Yeah. Are you like, are you into astrology? Uh,
3: I will be soon. I know (laughs) I'm, I will be soon. It's sort of on the, what does that mean? It means like I'm, I'm approaching that time in my life where I'm going to start to be the crystal girl, but right now I have no crystals and like, I am not, but I do have, um, a scorpion tattooed on my body because I'm a Scorpio. Okay, Are you astrology?
1: No, I'm not. But I'm, it's funny because like, you're like, I have the Scorpio tattoo. So you're like astrology adjacent. I think it's fun to, I think it's fun if you don't take it too seriously. If you're not like, if you don't like really believe it.
3: Yeah. But it's a slippery slope. Once you go down it, it starts to, it starts to get real. So that's why I'm sort of like, haha ha. Yay. I, I love it, but I don't really know anything about it. I know once I once I go down the crystal astrology route I'll be like asking directors I work with before I work with them like what's what's what time are you born and then be like I can't do the movie because you know I, I once you know, like, once, you know I, once you know their moon sign you know can, you've like gone one, down a rabbit hole I know so many people like that um and I, I feel like it's very LA Look whatever it is I see it in my future unfortunately okay <laughs>
1: Well, we'll have to have you back to do <laughs> a like tarot reading, astrology, oh, whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. whole thing. And then we'll do a séance and we'll, you know, we'll see some ghosts and we'll
3: Perfect. And I'll on. order
1: some chicken tenders from the kids' menu exactly well it'll be a combination of everything that we both love and i i'm I, I i've never felt more judgmental than coming out of this conversation but i think i should be more like you because i think i've been living in new york too long where i'm like this is stupid but it's funny you get someone on the show and they're like that's not a big deal and i'm like oh am i the asshole i don't know
3: no no not at all i, I no. it's it's everybody like you said everybody has different things and that's what's that's what's fun about dating right totally.
1: yeah no totally i love it that's it for today's Flag or deal breakers presented by faux pas canned cocktails. They are 8% alcohol made with real vodka or real tequila, gluten free, and contain no artificial flavors or artificial friends because we aren't into overcomplicating things. If you haven't tried faux pas, you are missing out. It is so good. Literally, anywhere I bring them, they are gone immediately and they look great. I, in my opinion, again, as the designer and creator of the drink, I feel a little biased, but honestly, it's the best canned beverage out there. So get it. And again, thank you so much for coming on the show. We'll have to have you back for a lo- for a full Red Flag or Deal Breaker episode where we're just like spitfire them. I am so right. in. This was so fun. Thank you for having me. Guys, if you're listening and you haven't checked out, not okay. You are missing out. It's on Hulu right now. It's such a great show. If you love this show, if you love talking about dating and Instagram and social media and how it all plays into this modern world. You're going to love this movie out now on Hulu. Thank you again so much. We'll see you on, on Sunday. Bye.
2: Bye. You up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico editing by Sean Kilby social media by Maddie Paul guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at you up pod on Instagram and Twitter and send us your emails to you at betches.com. batches